This episode is not one of the talk stories. It's an interlude. I'm going to have some of these interludes whenever I feel like not telling a story, which will be sometimes, and which is now. It's the second one. I had another one before. Uh, Now, the following, the bit coming up, I recorded last night on the way home from work. I'm on the way home from work now again. And last night, I was on my way home from work at 2 o'clock in the morning, or maybe it was 2.30. I think I got home at 3. Tonight, a much more civilised 9 o'clock. Not typical for me. I'm normally home uh, nice and early, but uh, just had a job on lately. Just had a bit of a big job on lately. Uh, But that should finish soon. Right. So, the bit coming up, I recorded last night. And I wasn't in the mood for telling a story because I was tired. So I thought I'd just ramble instead. Uh, It takes a bit of energy to think of a story because you're thinking of it as you're going. You know, you have to have your brain switched on. So I thought I'll switch the brain off and just ramble about something that I've had rolling around in my head anyway because that's easy. I I can do that. (laughs) And I did do that. And it's coming up next. Alright. Is there anything else to say about that? Before I put it on? Just one thing. Uh, What was on my mind? uh, Why this thing was rambling around in my head, as many things are all the time, was... uh, Because I had been listening to a podcast on... The papacy. See? Nothing to do with the talk story. (laughs) But, you know, consider this a chat with my... with you girls and you too, Alex, when you're older. Um, But if you don't feel like listening to a ramble, switch off, you know, kill this. Go to the next talk story or just go and listen to something else altogether. Uh, Alright, so... Anyway, I had been listening to a, uh, a podcast on the papacy, um, the Popes of Rome, and I listened to about four episodes, and inevitably, you pick up a few things that um, pique your interest. Do we say pique your interest in Australia? Well, I don't think we do, but my interest was piqued. Here we go. Okay, the history of the papacy. And, you know, I always hear a few things that are interesting. And I'm just warming up now. <laughs> okay, and what did I find interesting? Well, what's in a word? What's in a name? You know, what's... Now, Catholic, the word Catholic and the word Orthodox comes into play as soon as you start talking West and East. When, when you start talking about papacy... And when you talk, start talking about Rome, um, Orthodox, Catholic. Yeah. And um, now, there's a saying, and I'll probably get it wrong because I haven't had enough sleep, but, you know, a duck by any other name. It's not that, is it? Whatever it is. Um, but a rose by any other name. All right. A rose by any other name. Right. 
If a rose was called a, a berserk <laughs> or whatever, it wouldn't be called a rose anymore. You know, if we all agreed just to call it a berserk, and then two generations along, um, it would just be called a berserk. You know, and it wouldn't be called a rose. Now, there is a saying, a rose by any other name is still a rose. I think that's the saying, I'm not sure. I think that's the saying. Um, but, I kind of think that, no. <laughs> um, if nobody in the world knows it used to be called a rose, then a rose by any other name, in this case a berserk, you know, a hundred years from now, two generations down the track, well, you can't say it's a rose. There's a lot of philosophy that sits behind games like that, you know. Um, you know, what relationship does a word have with the thing it's trying to describe, you know? There's a lot of philosophy on that, and I won't get into that because I'm not very good at it, but I vaguely get it, you know. Um, when I say something's a rose, um, you know, I like to feel that I've fully defined that thing, you know, but, you know, it might be only a bit rose-ish, mightn't it? <laughs> now, that sounds silly, but it actually has some applicability when you start moving into other areas. Okay, now, on a, um, in a chat on the end of a previous episode, now, I've got probably got about 20 minutes before I get home, so I'll just chat for 20 minutes, and then I will sneak in as quietly as a mouse, I will... I will cruise the car. I won't even park in the driveway. I'll cruise it and park it out. You know, and sort of slide to a stop <laughs> and um, sneak up to the front door and very carefully open the front door and not rattle the keys and sneak in and ever so carefully jump into bed um, without making a sound, you know. And then the, my wife will say, what the hell do you think you're doing? <laughs> I'll say, hey, I was trying to be quiet. <laughs> it won't work. All right. Excuse me, I just had, a, had to have a drink. Right, now, um, so in a previous, at the end of a previous um, episode of these talk stories, The Island Kids, I just remembered what the podcast is called. Um, I talked about what's in a name when it comes to the word liberal. And for an example, as an example, um, I gave the example of, um, you know, the fact that, you know, in America, the liberalism gave birth to three parties, essentially. The Whig Party, the Republican Party, and the Democrat Party. Um, and the Whig Party died. Okay, so there was only two left the Republican Party and the Democrat Party. And both of them claimed to be the answer when it comes to freedom for the people, when it comes to liberty for the people, when it comes to liberalism, when it comes to being liberal. Okay, so both the parties saw themselves as the true liberal party. Hmm, another drink coming up. So both of them are liberals, okay? Same here in Australia, you know. We have our Liberal Party, you know, which is um, sort of right, you know, conservatively, you know, conservative 
party, Conservative Party. Um, not as conservative as the Tories, but you know, um, we're cons- it's a liberal conservatives they call themselves. Um, so we had the, you know, a liberalism gave birth to a few parties in Australia too, and it gave birth to our Liberal Party, which is conservatives, um, essentially, um, our Labor Party which is um, for the workers, you know, um, and it gave birth to our Democratic Party, the Democrats here, which has got, which, you know, uh, had borne no resemblance practically, politically, to the Democrats in America. What's in a name? Okay, so that's what this uh, little chat's going to be about, what's in a name. And... Um, and it gave birth to the Greens, you know, and it also gave birth to a few fringe parties, Socialist Party, that's a Liberal Party, you know, it comes to a, a Liberal liberal Party, I'm not going to say small L, big L, or all capitals and all that sort of stuff, I'm not actually keen on all that, um, just the word Liberal, you know, small L is a cop out, you know, say, oh, small L liberal, you know, are you a big L liberal or are you a small L liberal, you know, a big L liberal in Australia, you know, because we have this confusion, confusion, you know, between here and America, because we hear Americans saying that, you know, liberals are lefties, you know what I mean, but here, liberals are righties, you know, so, um, so we have this sort of thing where we say, oh, are you a kind of American style liberal or are you an Australian kind style liberal and we don't have a good way of sort of everyone gets confused so someone came up with the idea are you a capital L liberal or a small L liberal you know but they should have said are you a um democrat American democrat style liberal or an Australian liberal style liberal you know liberal party style liberal you know that sort of thing you know small L liberal you know um you know, uh, I think I'm an all capitals liberal. I think I, I might have come up with, uh, because I'm not really on either. I'm not on any of these parties' side. You know, I like a bit of a mixture of all of them. You know, so I'm a, I'm a, an all capitals liberal. You know, what's in a name? Okay, so um, I had a long chat on in a previous episode. And obviously this is a chat right now that's not quite up to the standard of um, excitement that even my previous episodes, which were episodes which were not exciting at all, were up to. Uh, but, you know, I told you, I warned you, uh, you don't have to listen to all of this. You can, you, you were quite free to turn off. <laughs> all right. Um getting chased by two motorbikes here. All right, so liberal, what's in the word liberal, you know? And, yeah, I, I had, you know, I had, uh, my goddaughter, for example, was listening to podcasts from America for a while. No, not podcasts, YouTube clips from America. And she said, oh, these liberals are a pain in the neck, you know, they're such lefties. And I said, oh, you've been listening to America, haven't you? <laughs> I said, you're confusing me, because, you know, I think they're a pain because they're such right-wingers, the liberals, Okay. But the bottom line with um, liberal, the word liberal is sometimes in a given country, um, one group claims the word and the other groups are sometimes silly, in my opinion, and let them have it. 
you know, and I think that's what happened in America. I think the Democrats said, we're the true liberals. Now, the Republicans say, are you really? Well, then, we hate liberals, because if you're the true liberals, we hate liberals. And I think, no, what are you doing, Republicans? Don't say that, you know. Say, say instead, say, no, you're not. We are the true liberals. Don't give them the word. Give them nothing, you know. Give them nothing. <laughs> That's what I'd be saying. Yeah. I'm surprised um, the Labour Party in Australia um, allow, you know, didn't kick up a stink when the conservative-leaning, right-wing-leaning um, Robert Menzies formed a conservative you know, progressive, conservative, sort of slightly right-wing, queen-loving party and called it the Liberal Party here in Australia. You know, the Labour Party said, no, we want to be the Liberal Party, you know, with a, but not the same sort as you, you know. They're all Liberal Parties and even the Communists, anybody who thinks, even the Socialists and the Greens and all of them, they're all Liberals because none of them a King Louis XVI and Marie Antoinette. Did I get that right? King Louis XVI or was he something else? Was he like the 28th? <laughs> okay. Um, you know, so none of them are divine rule monarchies. You know, so none of them are that sort of authoritarian rule in principle. So they're all liberal systems and none of them should concede the word liberal to any of the others. Right. Which brings me to the papacy. And papacy got the same sort of situation. Um, we have, you know, we had this situation for a thousand years where, uh, you know, all the, there were about five patriarchs. Um, the patriarch of Rome, the patriarch of Constantinople, and Istanbul. Um, the papacy, the, um, the, what's the other one? Antioch, you know, um, and, you know, you had the Patriarch of Antioch, and you had the Patriarch of Alexandria, and you had the Patriarch of the other one, <laughs> which I forget. What is the other one? I thought there was five. Anyway, you get it, okay? So you had these five Patriarchs, and they were all in communion with each other, which is all very loving, you know. But... After about a thousand years, well, it wasn't very loving. They were always arguing about one thing or another. Um, icons, not icons, you know. Body of Christ, not really a body of Christ. Um, yeah, all that sort of thing. Um, Jesus, is he a human and a God, you know? Um, two separate things. Or is he one thing that is both, you know? They have arguments like that. Um and all through the times, you know. Because these were like greenhouses, these five patriarchies. Um, Antioch, see if I, I feel if I say them again, I might get it this time. Rome, Antioch, Constantinople, Alexandria. What's the other one? I'm sure there was another one. Alexandria, Antioch, I'm, 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 I'm sort of traveling around the Middle East trying to picture big, big cities. Nope, still can't do it. Um, okay, you're probably thinking, it's boom, boom, it's boom, boom. You're probably saying to yourself, but you can't get to me because I'm on a podcast. <laughs> this is not Facebook. Okay. Um, and all the patriarchs, or patriarchs, patriarchs, um, all the patriarchs um, 
were called Papa. Yeah. Papa. Yeah, the father, the father, Papa. Um, even the Roman one. And, and they were all in communion. And together, between them all, they comprised a, what you might call, universal and correct church between them all, you know. Or, using the Greek, a Catholic and Orthodox, a Catholic Orthodox church. So between them all, they are a Catholic Orthodox church, which means they are Catholic, which means they are universal, they're everywhere. Yes, tick. And they are Orthodox, which means they are correct. You know, they're the correct teaching, correct tick. And they're all in agreement, you know, except for their little arguments, you know. But none of those arguments were big enough to cause a big problem, you know. Big enough problems, but not not as big as it was going to be in 1054 or something like that. Anyway, what happened eventually is, you know, they're trying to get their theology in order between them all and work out where Jesus is, whether Jesus is two people or one person, all that sort of stuff, whether he's God and... Um, whether he's a god and a human all at once or whether he's got two personalities you know and things like that they're all arguing about all these sorts of things a bit of politics in there too no doubt Mm. anyway it came to pass and they're all catholics and they're all orthodox you know because they're all universal they're all they're all universal you know that they all feel they apply to the whole planet their teachings apply to the whole planet so they're all catholic they're all universal you know greek and they are all um, Greco-Roman, essentially, you know, but um, they're all for Jesus, and they are all Orthodox, all of them. The Roman one, Roman Catholic Orthodox Church and the, the uh, Alexandrian, you know, greenhouse Orthodox Catholic Church, right? So what's in a word, you know, just like what's in a word with liberal before? What's, what's in a word with roses and berserkers and what's in a word with catholic in it right now then and orthodox then what happened was um it just wasn't coming together and they had a big argument and all that sort of stuff and um there were two options one was to you know get a wet newspaper and start fopping each other you know fop 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 as paul keating said one day start having a, a rolled up newspaper fight you know start bopping each other on the head with a rolled up newspaper dipped in water right but what they did in reality um uh paul keating he yeah he mock coward under the threat of a stinging attack by john hewson once and he said oh that feels like being attacked by a wet newspaper fop 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 (laughs) Pretty funny guy, Paul Keating. Oh, Paul Keating. I miss I miss the uh, the interesting prime ministers. We have super boring prime ministers in Australia now, which means we're a great country, you know. Because if you've got heroic uh, leaders in your country, that means you're a crap country. So we've got the world's most boring uh, leaders in Australia, which means we are the greatest country in Australia. Because pity the land. Which needs heroes, you know. We don't need heroes in Australia, and we haven't got any, you know. Um, if we needed them, we'd probably find one, you know. You'd say All right. 
nearly home, probably about three minutes. So we might be able to try and wrap this up nice and quickly after meandering with this chat all the way home. Just pile into bed very quietly. Okay, so um, then what happened was the Papa of Rome, there's no such thing as the word Pope then as far as I can tell, you know. The Papa, a Pope is just a corruption of the word Papa, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, in the Western world, he's a Germanic and sort of English, you know. Um, we, we dropped the word Papa. No one calls their grandfather Papa or their father Papa in the English-speaking world. I never called anyone Papa. I never heard it in my life. It's only when I started getting to know some Eastern Europeans that I even came across it. You know, Hungarians and things. They call their grandparents Papa, you know. So that's a strange word, you know. We say Pa, you know, or Granddad or Grandfather, you know. Um, all right. But Pope is not a real word. It's just a corruption of the word Papa. Yeah. Uh, we lost, you know, uh, this is what I learned on that podcast. Um, the vowels, V-O-W-E-L-S, not vowels like a priest makes and breaks. Um, the vowels... Um, uh, sort of altered in Western Europe and we slowly ended up saying Papa, 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 Popa, 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 Pope, 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 you know. And we ended up saying Pope, mainly because we just didn't like the sound of Papa, you know. Mainly because it sounds stupid, you know. Oh, gee, I just uh, alienated all my, um, my Eastern European friends who aren't listening anyway, so it doesn't matter. Right. So, the Papa of Rome was in conflict with the Papa of, and I think it was Alexandria or Constantinople. I think it was, let's say it was Alexandria. No, let's say it was Constantinople. Back when Constantinople had a Papa. It still has. I think they called it a, a Holy See. You know, when the Muslims take over an area and there's really no Catholics left, um, you still have a patriarch, but, you know, in spirit, you know, kind of pretend there's Catholics there still. All right, let's just say, I don't know which one it was. It was either Constantinople or Alexandria. And um, what happened was, you know, argument, 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 you know, is that really the body of Christ or is it a piece of bread and it's just symbolic? All those sorts of things. God knows which, you know, God knows which. And um, what happened was suddenly a representative of the Papa in Rome um, sent a letter to, you know, the Papa, you know, in Alexandria or Constantinople and said, you're excommunicated. He didn't really have the authority, but he did it anyway. Okay, so the essentially, whichever way you slice it, there wasn't a you know it wasn't a decision to sort of make a Catholic church in an Orthodox church. It was just um, what the Roman Papa, who was the head of the Catholic, you know, who was a member, uh, a head member of the Catholic and Orthodox Church of the world, right? The universal correct universally the universally applicable and correct church of the world um he excommunicated the other guy so in his mind at that point in time he wasn't splitting the world into he wasn't splitting christianity into a catholic and an orth- and, and an orthodox sort of branch you know 
um, he was saying, we are, you know, this is what the Papa of Rome was saying, we are Catholic and Orthodox, and those guys over there are nothing. You know, that's what, that's what the split was. They're excommunicated. They're not even, you know, they're nothing. You know, they're out. They're out. Well, the, pet, the Papa of, let's say it was, uh, let's say it was Constantinople. The Papa of Constantinople said, you know what? I see your excommunication and I match it with an excommunication. I excommunicate you. <laughs> Same to you. Same to you. Um, childish, really, on, when I say it like that. Okay, so Roman Papa excommunicates, uh, let's say, Constantinople Papa. And then Constantinople Papa excommunicates Roman Papa. So what you end up there with, is, with there is um, two Catholic Orthodox churches. You don't end up with a Catholic church and an Orthodox church. You end up with two Catholic Orthodox churches. Right? They're both Catholic and they're both Orthodox in their minds. Okay? I really think that is, that is the way it is. So it wasn't a split along Catholic Orthodox lines. It was a um, two churches that just didn't recognise the other. Each church didn't recognise the other. Or each, you know, patriarch, whatever, papa. Um, then what happened? Well, somehow after that, you know, a little bit like the Democrats in America claimed the word liberal and the Republicans did stop, didn't stop them. What are you doing, Republicans? You know, what the hell are you doing letting them have the word? Why did you concede the word? You know, that's what I would be saying to the Republicans. You're an idiot. When you say, we are anti-liberal um, because the Democrats are liberals, you just conceded the word. You're an idiot. Republicans. Right, the same goes with these churches. So, what have we got? At some stage, and I don't know how this happened actually, you know, I'm sure I'll find out if I listen to more episodes. The one, the Papa of Rome, you know, seems to have called himself, said, I am the universal church. I think he took took it for granted that he was the correct church, you know. Why would you need to say it when it's so obvious, you know? So he, at some stage, somehow, over a broad span of 100 years or a 1,000 years, he must have said, listen, I am, you know, we're not splitting here. I am everywhere. I am the papa of everything. I am universal. You are nothing, you know. And then he implied, and I'm correct, of course, you know, because why would you be a papa if you weren't correct, right? So he said, I am the Catholic, I am the universal papa. Well, Constantinople papa, um, he outwitted him, I think, and he said, you know what, I'm going to give you that. You can be the universal but I'm the correct. What? No, I'm the correct, <laughs> said Rome. No, I'm the correct. You already said you were Catholic, see? So you didn't say you were Catholic and Orthodox, so I still got the word Orthodox, you know? And then I somehow the Eastern sort of side of things, you know, the Eastern Roman Empire seems to have grabbed the word Orthodox, you know? Even though I'm absolutely certain that the current Papa, you know, the current Pope Francis... Pope Francis, Papa Francis, who we've got here in, in, you know, the Catholic, I'm sure he thinks he's Orthodox and Universal. Yeah, I'm sure he thinks he's Orthodox Catholic. And I'm sure the Papa of Alexandria he thinks he's Orthodox Catholic as well. Yeah. But it all gets down to who 
claimed the word and everyone seems to have let them have it, you know. So, you know, so basically the Roman Catholic Orthodoxies, you know, the Roman, um, the Roman sort of, shall we say, Christians have claimed the word Catholic but have kind of accidentally let the word Orthodox go, you know. They shouldn't have. They should have said, no, you don't get anything, yeah? You get nothing. They should have, no, you've got to say nothing. You get nothing, you know, they should have said. You don't get the word Catholic, you don't get the word Orthodox. That's what they should have said, you know, the Roman, the Roman Christians, you know. And I think the Constantinople people should have said the same thing. You, you Roman types, you know, you get nothing. We are Catholic and we are Orthodox. What's in a name? There you go. I just had a chat about wordplay. But, you know, words are important. I'll leave it at that. Morning, kids. It's less than four hours later, and I've just dropped you off at school. Uh, well, you and Harley, Alex, you and Alex, Harley. Uh, Scarlett, you have a curriculum day, a curriculum day today. Uh, I... I vaguely remember what I said last night on that podcast and uh, I enjoyed it it doesn't matter if you didn't because you would have switched off so you're not even here listening to this by now now um, I just had now, I mentioned uh, the Pope of Rome excommunicated the Pope of uh, Alexandria or maybe it was Constantinople doesn't really matter okay um, so you know the Western Pope uh, excommunicated one of the Eastern Popes, and essentially, you know, I, I suppose that had the effect of excommunicating all of the Eastern Popes because I think they stayed in commun- communion. Hence, what we call the Orthodox Church, you know, which is actually a Catholic Church as well, you know, as distinct from our Catholic Church, which is also an Orthodox Church as well. <laughs> um, so, uh, excommunicated. 1054, I think it was, but I might have the date wrong. Um, interesting addendum to that, Pope John Paul II. In my lifetime, 1995, I think, I'm just remembering what I heard on the podcast, and I remember this actually, uh, what, what you might call forgave the Pope in Constantinople or Alexandria, or Antioch, and or all of them, you know. But basically, he unexcommunicated them, you know. He made everything better again in 1995. On the long road to the two, uh, the two Catholic and Orthodox churches, the two churches that are both Catholic and Orthodox, becoming one again, you know. So that was the long, you know, he, he made the first move. Uh, now, that's interesting, uh, but, you know, the Irishman in me... Uh, if I was the Pope of Constantinople and the Pope of Rome unexcommunicated me, forgave me, if you like, I would see that as a bigger insult than the original excommunication. <laughs> All right, I'll leave you with that thought because I liked that thought. Right. Jerusalem. That's the other one. It's always an elephant that's in the room, isn't it?